You're listening to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion! Well, hello and welcome back. You are listening to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host, CZG123, in the place to be. Please follow, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, this show is available on most of them. Visit czg123.blogspot.com. There you can find uh, some articles and an embedded radio player so you could just stay on that site and listen to there should you not want to hop on to a podcast platform. Folks, this show is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm going to lead off this show with uh, this new segment, Why Music? where I have the pleasure of interviewing, interviewing uh, brothers and sisters, family, friends, children, the people I love, uh, to find out how music has inspired them and what role music plays in their lives. Um, so today, I'm blessed to have Brother Jim. Uh, Brother Jim Jim is a uh, fellow parent. Uh, actually, our children were a part of this uh, mom group. And uh, we've remained friends ever since. And uh, Jim's family is uh, just so fantastic. And he's an amazing father. And he's an actor. Uh, you may have probably seen him on a lot of stuff. Uh, he was in Transformers. He was on The Sopranos. Criminal Minds, Endless, Hot in Cleveland. Um, and he's also presently a life coach. So please, while you're listening or at some point visit the links in this uh, episode's uh, description and you'll find links to Jim's uh, work so please do check that out he's an amazing person very caring very loving amazing father and I'm just so thrilled to find out more about how music has affected him in his life so he I asked him to choose three songs we're going to listen to his Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, and um, I'm going to ask him why he chose the songs he did. So first, let's start off with uh, getting to learn more about Jim and how music has had an effect on his life. Stay right there. This is the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. And now, Jim, thank you so much for appearing on the show today. Uh, I'd like to start off by finding out what kind of influence uh, your family, your folks may have played in introducing you to music and getting you into music. Well, you know my, you know my parents, they're they're boomers, like early boomers, right? So their music, I kind of touched base with their music later in life, but I had older siblings. So I have an older brother who's five years older than me, and I have an older sister who's four years older than me, right? And then another older sister who's two and a half years older than me. Yeah. And I was listening to their music, specifically my brothers, <laughs> who was listening to like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And, you know, he had uh, he had like the Beatles compilation albums, you know, the red one and the blue one. Yes. You know? Love and, them. Uh, and 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 the Beach Boys. Yeah. He had, he had like I don't know what it was like Beach Boys over it wasn't Beach Boys over America because that's Wings, but it was like Beach Boys and. And, and you know they all these songs and I listened to them like crazy, I mean it just did, and so I started with that and you know kind of you know I was born in, and then and then uh, <laughs> and then and then and then, and then and then the nineteen seventies is kind of where I start listening to everything that's on the radio, you know. Yeah. So I've got yeah. this kind of like seventies pop 
influence, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then like I got into things like, you know, Bob Seger and, 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 yeah. uh, you know, actually, you know, and I know it's one of my picks, but, mm-hmm. but I would say Bruce Springsteen later, like mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. people just loving Bruce Springsteen and me kind of not getting it, you know, Same. a little bit early, Same. you know, um, and then, and then, you know, my, my father remarried and he married a woman who was younger than him. And she had things like in her record collection, like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young and, you know, whatever. She had a lot of like James Taylor, and but she had all those like 60s things. And so I started like reaching into that mm-hmm. stuff and, uh, you know, 60s and early 70s. Uh, but rock, but sure. like, but like, you know, you know, uh, Woodstocky yeah. kind yeah. of music that I really was drawn to. And, you know, if I'm just going to be mm-hmm. obvious, uh, you know, honest, mm-hmm. like I do kind of move towards pop right. in some way, sure. but I like pop that has like a lot of movement yes. to it. And I, you know, like overlapping and overlaying, and I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just like a lot of musical movement, Same. you know, Same. I, com- I completely agree with you. But is this to say that you like all pop bubblegum? Some, sometimes it's not. I don't look if it's too bubblegummy. I will no. I will retreat from it quickly. You know, um, if it's too like you know, I don't know. Like I think we're alone now. You know, I, I don't know if that's a good example. But like, I, not that I don't like that song. Not that I don't like that song. But if, if it's too bubblegummy, then I feel like I'm getting cheated. You know, like they didn't work hard enough at it. Or if, like mm-hmm. I hear like you know lyrics. Sure where I feel like you just rhymed here, <laughs> you know, I'll, yeah, back, yeah. I'll back up. It's just packaging. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's just like, uh, yes, that, that, I don't know, uh, that'll, that'll take me away pretty quickly. So, yeah. But so yeah, that's interesting. The role that family, right. Plays in pop. I think that's music. where the more poppy music kind of came yeah. from. Like my, my older sister in particular, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, you know, she had like a little 45 record collection with, um, <laughs> um, you know, things like Billy Don't Be a Hero and One Tin right. Soldier, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And she had this, she had this rec, this holder that had this like fuzzy <laughs> head with eyes on it. And she used to put it over <laughs> her head and then she would like act like that fuzzy head was singing <laughs> the songs. It was oh, hilarious, man. you know? So I, I like that. Also, here's where my mom did uh-huh. influence me. Like I love Neil oh, Diamond. Absolutely. I love oh, absolutely. Neil Diamond. Me too. I'm a I'm a huge fan and my mom loved Neil Diamond. Yeah. So she always was oh man, she was playing Neil Diamond and Frank Sinatra, like anyone who was I don't know what their connection is, right. except I guess they're sort of both good Vegas acts, <laughs> you know. But you know, I would listen to those things. So I feel like my musical tastes they 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 really cross you know like i love swing music and big band music you know i mean like you know and then because you know i'm in uh, you know i have a theater background Mm -hmm. like yeah i'm not against a good musical theater number you know um which which sort of lends itself to sort of like Mm meatloaf stuff you know what i mean where like meatloaf would do this sort of like really fun you know productions of songs you know, like Paradise, yeah, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Right. You know, light, light has like so many different segments to it. 
And I love that. You know, I love that it's like, oh God, this is a whole show. <laughs> sort of like like Billy Joel's um, uh, scenes from an yes, Italian restaurant. Yeah, great example. You know, yeah. you know, where it's like, you're like, oh, oh, we're in this part. Here's where they're like getting together. And here's where they're like living the dream. And then here's where they get together. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting. And here's where it all falls. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so, it's so dramatic, yeah. you know. I mean, I gotta say, I like yourself enjoy story songs, songs with story. I like a story. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's important also to pass on the oral tradition. I like a story, yeah, agreed. You know, and that's, I guess, one of the reasons why uh, I can't believe I slept on Bruce Springsteen because he is a legend in storytelling. You know, Tom Petty, a bunch of these guys, but Bruce at the end of the day is a legend. He's a legend, you know, yeah. So it took me a while. Yeah. Um, so I'm also curious to know if the musical influence, you're listening to music, may have uh, played, a, a, have you ever played or written music yourself? Like, has it ever prompted you music in general to create songs? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no I would have loved to have been a rock star. And I do play the guitar, right. but I, I would put myself in sort of a rudimentary category you know i'll say that to somebody and then i'll pick up the guitar and i'll start fiddling around they're like no you play well but yeah. i don't, you know i don't i don't read music well yeah mm -hmm. I, I took classes i always did well in the classes but it never stuck right. in practical terms you know like mm -hmm. when you know if I, I can't you know it's not like reading a book you know like really good musicians they look at the at, at the music and they they get it they just get it they know where right. everything is they know how yeah. to translate it from the page to their instrument and arrange to their voice. It, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really do that. I don't have great rhythm. I'm fine. I, you know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not tragic, but <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, it's like, I, but I could play the guitar and I, and I love playing the guitar and trying to pass on some of that. Yeah. But so given being an actor, you know, you didn't write <laughs> not songs. Anymore. I, when I was like a, you know, a teenager. Or I you don't write songs. songs yeah. They were right. good. Some people uh, loved them. My dad loved them because he was like, my son's writing songs. But I, I you know, like, right. you, you know, the song, yeah. I, the, the music that I was telling you, when something's too poppy and you're just rhyming, mm -hmm. I think that was, mm -hmm. and maybe that's why I don't yeah. like it so much. I was like, ah, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, if I right. could do it, then I'm not into it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's too me. easy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I do find it always interesting uh, when pop music kind of, you know, you oh, evolve, yeah. right? You, you go from I want to hold your hand, you go from wouldn't it be nice uh, to, I, I don't know, it's nice to see the evolution of some groups, oh, uh, yeah. you know, who, who yeah. really progress and, and do it in such a, a fantastic way that it's just, it's kind of seamless. Uh, so uh, that's Yeah, isn't that, it didn't that happen to eclectic. him also with Pet Sounds? Yeah. And then he went and yeah. Sergeant Peppers and... And, yep. and it's through Brian Wilson into one of the worst, you know, kind of was like the beginning oh, of his man. end, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No doubt. And so being an actor and, and uh, most recently right now, being a life coach, uh, does, do you find that music helps uh, you with these things like after perhaps a session, before a session to get pumped? Uh, or even just to, I don't know, let out any emotion. I'm just curious, uh, are you listening to a lot of music it's, these it's days? It's kind of everything. Like, I don't, I, I yeah. mean, unless I'm listening to a podcast or, you know, something, there's always music on. I don't, uh, maybe this is a negative reflection on me, but I don't really sit in silence very often. You know, yeah. I, I, Same. Like, I like having the soundtrack of my yeah. life 
and you know just recently i was listening to this pink song i, I like pink mm -hmm. a lot i think she's real talented and uh yeah and uh great. erica my wife and i we went to see her and i had been listening to a lot of her music and she does this song about when her father died and is he up in heaven sitting in a bar somewhere um Man. you know sharing a chair and talking about the weather and I just, you know, I, I like music that gives you like a visceral reaction and I just could smell the wood 100%. in that bar and, you know, yeah. like, like my dad used to take me to this bar and I know mm -hmm. this isn't answering the question, but, uh, but I think what happens to me sometimes no, but, is that kind of yeah. moment will get me reflecting on mm -hmm. other things and, and maybe something that's happened with a client, maybe suddenly my word, my word, my, you know, my, the gears start churning like, oh, this is like this, this struggle that he's having here or she's having mm -hmm. here. And, yeah. and, oh, I can, I can apply that. You know, there's something in, in life coaching where uh, this is going to sound wrong and it's not true, but, but I know. Yeah, exactly true. But you want to be interesting, you know, you, and, and you don't want to be. I don't want to sit here being a professor all the time with people, you know, like, mm -hmm. like it's real. We're talking about real life and real life's happening to me just as it's happening yeah. to you. And I don't profess to yeah. have all the answers. I have my own struggles, you know, but, but here's where acting and life coaching meld so well and music and all of that stuff is that yeah. there's something in, in acting in, I took an acting class and uh, there was something called couch confidence, right? It doesn't matter if you're better at something right. or not better. When you're sitting there watching someone else, you can see mm -hmm. the missteps or you could see what might help them or you could see, oh, I see. Sure. Oh, right. And I do that sometimes and I can see how here's the here's mm -hmm. the not the correction to it, but here's a, a strategy maybe to get over that hurdle. And and uh, and so mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, all of those things, my acting career and, the, you know, and mm -hmm. music and everything that influences you. Mm -hmm. Everything that yeah, you hear, because yeah, musicians, like comedians, uh, I think very similar. Mm -hmm. um, they're look. They're it's they're telling the truth. They're it's they're truth. sociologists. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're they're tapping into they humanity to try to connect with an audience or connect with you in some way. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, that's the beauty of music, and 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 again, like even comedy and. Um, any kind of storytelling, right? We're all, we're, we're all sociologists trying to like, yeah, find the connection, you know, a hundred percent. So does anyone else in your family, uh, are, are they musical? In other words, do they write songs or, or play any instruments? You know? Yeah. My sister, uh, my oldest sister, uh, is, she plays the piano really well. Um, with the, with the head on the, the fuzzy, fuzzy headed, head. the fuzzy headed sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she plays she can play the piano also i mean i think she reads music but i think she's a little more by ear but she has musical right. ability and then cool. uh my youngest brother uh he plays yeah. the guitar and he's got good rhythm and he's it but none yeah. of us in, in at least in my immediate family you know would, yeah. be, would be anyone we would consider professional musicians but there is some musical right. ability and then and then uh, yeah. in Erica's family, there's a lot of musical ability. Like they've all like took hmm. a lot of music and, you know, but I'll let oh, you wow. talk to her about that. But yeah, there's yeah. a little bit, but, but we're not, a, we're not a musical family, but we are a, um, we don't mind singing. We don't mind. Yeah. We're not, sh it's not a shy family I come from. We are. 
there you open go. and we'll yeah. all sing together. You know, I mean, you just yeah, really have exactly. to admire the role that music can bring back emotion, bring back a memory in time. And uh, th- so these days, uh, I feel it's important to share, right, with our children. Uh, yes. So, you know, we play our music and what we like, yes. and uh, obviously I'm sure you do. They do. They do. They like it. So I, um, I'm i also a big Simon and Garfunkel fan. Oh, and, yeah. Or, you know, and, and even like Paul Simon's career after that is uh, magnificent, right? Uh, yeah, amazing. And uh, so... I came home one night from work mm-hmm. and you know my oldest son Beckett had uh the Alexa we have an Alexa yeah. in his bedroom and he fell asleep to Simon and Garfunkel nice. and it just stunned me I was oh, like wow you, this is the music you chose yeah yeah now and 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 then you know they really this isn't me necessarily I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I brought this to him at all but he loves Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> and and then from that he, so he's learned all these songs yeah. and then the songs come on the Same. real song comes on yeah and then they kind of do a little dive into that and what's exactly. been fun is like I'll be driving them to work and they'll start singing to music yeah. you know and I'm just like oh yeah I, that's what I did yeah you know the music was in the car and I started singing to it and I just started but yeah they like you know Beckett's really into Green Day and 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 I Tate, my younger yeah. kind of follows Beckett a little bit at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, he's got his own tastes, but right. And I used to, when they were uh, babies, you know, I'd walk around with them in, in the ergo and I'd sing to them and I'd dance and I'd give, you know, just, you know, my father used to say, you know, like dance with your children. It'll teach them rhythm early. Yeah. And so wow. I did, I took it seriously, you know? And so we just like, we always had music on and we were always bopping around Beautiful. Know, together. So yeah, our influence is definitely, and, and now they're kind of into some uh, musical theater stuff. They're really into uh, Jim Dale who did, uh, you know, he, he played PT Barnum and he's got this oh. music that's real, there's these songs in P.T. Barnum that the boys love. Okay, yeah. And uh, they were really into Ham- Hamilton, you know. Sure. And, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. influencing them for sure. Great. You know, it's interesting just because we both have eclectic tastes and a lot. I feel like a lot of people deep down do. You just play. Or, or maybe more, more. Yeah, more you know, and maybe more, more of this music. You give them all your their stuff and, you know, right. all your, your thoughts and then they start grabbing their own and exposure uh so all of my eclecticism is that a word eclectic yeah know. it sounds good whatever you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah 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 no it's a word uh shakespeare made up words why can't i <laughs> yeah um, that's your word uh, <laughs> why not then they get all of mine and then they add on and they get all of erica's and they add uh-huh, on uh-huh. and then you know hopefully what we're giving them is a love to add on yeah you know and then they discover on their own. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. And so, is there anything contemporary that you're listening to? Because I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of uh, contemporary modern day music. Or if I hear it, I, I don't really feel as close as a, an attachment to it. So I'm curious to know, like, is there anything you've discovered? Yeah, you know, um, I you know I kind of I kind of enjoy Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy, but you know she's so no, sullen, cool. and so I heard right. her being interviewed on um, I forget, but it was an NPR show that mm-hmm. that happened sometimes when I'm driving home. And she was interviewed, and I found her really fascinating, and so I started listening to some of her songs, and I think she's a really good songwriter. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so I like I like her. 
Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I can be a little bit bad with the pop music. Like my yeah. sons are really into Green Day now, and I know that they are not new at all. But right. I've started. I'm accepting them like they're new because I'm kind of diving in with them, you know. You uh, so they're influencing me a little yeah. bit more, you know. And, and like I tend, I can be late to the party. Yeah, that's how um, I feel. Yeah. So, uh, so like I like being late to the party sometimes, yeah, you know. Just to learn. Yes. So so like. I newly started discovering a little bit more of Arcade Fire, which I was like, oh, I didn't even know I liked them. I didn't oh, even know. Yeah. And then I started listening, going, oh, that's really, that's a good band, and they're deep, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't know, you know, like Cage the Elephant, you know, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh these are cool songs, you know? Yeah. But again, I'm late to the party. So ask me in five years, and I'll tell you all about the music <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's what I'll, oh, oh, he likes that now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll, uh... It'll all be AI anyway soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. we don't need I musicians. I love the way this computer wrote this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This computer is absolutely brilliant. You know, speaking of which, uh, I'm curious to get your take on this. There are presently a lot of remakes and um, covers of uh, songs done through AI. You know, like reimagined songs where they'll take... Uh, one artist song and have it as though another artist is singing it and what would it be like if Green Day sang Nirvana or if Biggie yeah. Smalls rhymed with so-and-so. So uh, if an album came out with someone no, you like that's AI, so. would you buy it? I think I'm old it? and stodgy in that way. I, I, you know, listen, yeah. I, I'm not here to rage against things. I'm really not. Sure. But I want to hear what people do. And it's not... It's, and listen, I guess people are doing it, right? People are kind of putting in the algorithms that make it work. But absolutely. Yeah, it's all I, I want it to uh, fabricated. be messy and wrong and wonder how they come up with that. What were they yeah. thinking? You know, when they did like, I feel like that's yeah. what fascinates me when I hear a lyric and, and I go, oh, man, I wouldn't have thought to put those words together that way. You know, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. A computer doing it is not as interesting to me. Again, I'm not trying to rage against it. I, I don't even, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's weird. I don't love it in screenwriting or TV writing. and the, Like, I don't love it because I feel like. It's not, or, it's not organic. I want nuance. Yeah, it's got to be organic. Uh, I, you know, I want, what's the nuance of all this? And mm-hmm. I don't. It's not given. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And I don't feel like nuance is inherent in this. I feel like it's clunky. And the little bits I've seen where, where it would appear mm-hmm. that AI had something to do with it. It's a little thrown together, you know? Yeah, it's like you're allowed to make mistakes bunch, and happy accidents, yeah, you exactly, know? It doesn't exactly. happen with AI. It's like putting a bunch of foods together that don't, that shouldn't be together. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. So that's my take on it. Right on. Well, right now, listeners, we're going to just jump right into uh, my man, Brother Jim's Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. Uh, I really think you're going to enjoy it. I really uh, enjoy what's coming up. Uh, and we'll see you on the other side. We'll be right back after this quick message from our commercial sponsor. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what doing drugs does? Okay, last time. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions?
inside a rainbow flipper musical explosion. Well, they fly you guys from all over the states. Is that, is that the story, yeah? Anybody from uh, the great state of New Jersey out there? Yeah! Oh, oh, Lord. All right, this is for you. <laughs> this is for you. Tonight we'll be free 
Yes, she does. 
Don't Let Me Down, recorded, of course, on top of the roof. That's a rooftop session and recording. And wow, don't let me down. I mean, the Beatles, huh? Come on. It's what? It's incredible. Uh, incidentally, that song written by John Lennon uh, was about, it was like an anguished love story for Yoko. And Paul McCartney said it generally sounded like a plea uh, it was like John Lennon telling you, oh no, like, uh, I'm really, I'm vulnerable and don't let me down. And so there's an interesting backstory to that song. It's very emotional. It's fantastic. And the vocals are just extremely amazing. And then before that, you heard Jim's pick Thunder Road. And that's the version from MTV Unplugged. Thunder Road, of course, uh, a song written back in 1975, featured on Bruce Springsteen's uh, Born to Run album, and it's listed as number 111 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Now, you know, sometimes I have an issue with uh, lists like that, um, but regardless, it is a really amazing song and a true testament to great songwriting. And then to start off uh, Jim's Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion, we heard The Weight uh, by the band. Uh, it comes from the album Music from Big Pink, which is absolutely incredible. Um, amazing, amazing song. Uh, again, it was listed at, at number 41 on the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Songs chart. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, the Weight was written by Robbie Robertson, although there's a lot of uh, controversy that I was uh, unaware of with regards to uh, songwriting credits and whatnot. But at the end of the day, Levon Helm, Rick Danko, Robertson, they all just, and, and Richard Manuel, like they all just kill it. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention Garth Hudson, the band. And so uh, now let's get back to Jim and find out why he chose these songs. So Jim, why, the last song we heard, why did you choose Don't Let Me Down? Don't Let Me Down by the Beatles. First of all, it's my favorite Beatles song. Uh, now, yeah, and I'm not a person that like can usually name a favorite of something. I don't usually believe in favorites, but there's something about this song. There's a rawness to it. A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. It comes out raw. It comes out John Lennon just screaming and really harmonizing screaming is, is, is Paul. Yeah. Just over the top of him. And there's that. Hard to do. Down that, right? It's just like yeah. from his gut, right? Like don't, whatever happens here in this relationship, do not let me down, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And and then and then it goes into this like punch, and then it softens. 
Yeah. I, mean, I think I think you remember me saying like you know I like movement. I like when things kind of move around a little bit. And then suddenly you get to like you know, you know uh, from the first time that she wrote. Yeah. Coming out of yeah. And I just have always I love that. I love the bass line in this song. Uh-huh. The bass like really takes like a takes a front seat in in a lot of ways. So you know Paul's in there banging out the the bass. Yeah. And then and then you got and then you got a uh, 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 Billy Preston's. Uh, 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 keyboards in there incredible that are just like yeah blown away un- man like like the six beetle his keyboards yeah on this are, are unbelievable and what's crazy to me yeah he was just in sync is the decision to not put this song on the let it be album yeah it makes no sense to me at all i mean it's a true testament to their versatility Beatles. right yeah as like a band the beatles are able to do to go from pop uh to you know experimental uh, the Who comes out with their songs, they top it. Paul McCartney sits down and does Helter Skelter. Uh, it's, it's just kind of in, yeah, endless, the influence they've had on other bands. Yeah, uh, Especially yeah. Uh, Brian Wilson, of course, and, and others. And they really just take it to a whole new level. And I feel right. it's just from their vulnerability and their honesty in their songwriting. It's, it's like they're, well, I mean, listen, these guys, right, from, from playing in, in Germany together and but you know, like they mm-hmm. they know each other so well yeah uh, and it, you know if you watch the documentary on it so you know, good it, it, they're a disjointed group mm-hmm. but when Paul and John start creating together it's yeah it's unbelievable like that part they never lost yeah they were like let's let's go and they would collaborate yeah and you could see what I you know what I really like about it and what, what I'd love to teach all artists is their sense of play yeah you gotta play it's freedom they didn't always you know? they just played around and yeah then, and then you know this these songs would come out and they were just and then it's genius it and in some ways like with the beatles i'm always like i wonder what they meant by that line and then you watch them and you're like they didn't mean anything by it necessarily they were mm-hmm. reaching for it reaching for it reaching for it and then found it and they were like that's it yeah they knew when they found it yeah they shared the they, same they brain forward you know yeah it's genius genius so, i mean they really were all pretty much on the same brainwave as a band which is rare which is rare. And before that, we heard Bruce Springsteen, Thunder Road. Why did you choose this song? It reminds me of the 70s. Right on. It reminds me of... Yeah, yeah. I, Emotions. It reminds me of a time, like, like a summer, a summer... You could smell it. Afternoon into evening. Right. In the 1970s. You know, I grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And there was something like, I could smell... I could smell the 70s. Yeah. For better, for better or for worse. I could, yeah. I could smell it. I could feel it. There's longing in it. You know, as, as we talked about, there's like there's like a, a, a story. There's like, hey, hey, listen, we might even be misfits, but this town, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. This isn't it. Let's go find it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Come on out. We'll get on this road. And just the name Thunder Road yeah. is just like, and I think he took it from... I want to say he took it from a movie. Oh, wow. The title. I didn't know that. He took it from something else, a screenplay or a, or a movie. I apologize for not right. saying this better. But the title, Thunder Road, mm-hmm. I don't think is his original. Like, he was like, a, you know, he, li- he liked it from somewhere else. It's a great title. Road. Yeah. And and just, you know, the... the, the it's the, just so the, easy. The and tracking of him yeah. coming to, you know, Mary's house and looking in at her dancing and... <laughs> you know, in the porch and then, yeah. you know, she's listening to Roy Orbison or, you know, like, or whatever, Roy Orbison's playing in the air and, 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 you know, like, like 
this is our anthem because we're the lonely, you know, and, and mm -hmm. like, but we don't have to be lonely. We can, we can be together. Yeah. We can get in this car. It doesn't mean we're not the most amazing humans. You're not beautiful. I'm like, uh, okay. You know, like I got this guitar and I'm learning how to play it. You know, I'm learning how to make it talk. And, but like together, yeah, we can get the hell out of here. Yeah. All those people that you're worrying about, all those boys that are like not even around. We don't need that. We don't need this town, mm -hmm. you know? I just like the the soul in this song. It's very descriptive too. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a lot of soul. And you know that there's redemption in it. Uh huh. You know that, like I, I, I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel redemption is a reoccurring theme in a lot of uh, the boss's tunes, uh, actually. And then uh, before that, to set off your Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, you chose the weight by the band, which absolutely is like one of my favorite songs uh, by the band. I remember Big Pink having such an effect on me uh, when it came, uh, yeah. you know, when I was first, when I first listened to it and I was first exposed to the band and of course their work with Bob Dylan. Um, so, you know, as we were talking about earlier, it's just these songs bring out... Come alive. Yeah, they come alive. There's a lot of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It can bring back memories. As you said, you can smell things. It's just a very visceral, emotional... I mean, it's an unbe unbelievable song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, these are great picks. And so, yeah, why did we go with the... Okay, so here's... here's The weight. Uh, what's the significance here? Maybe five years ago. I don't remember if it was five years ago. Yeah. I decided that I was going to put together, <laughs> I went into a golf shop. I like to golf. I'm not good at it, but I like to golf. I went into a golf shop, yeah. right? Now, 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 you would think golf, golf's kind of a meathead place, right? I mean, like golfers, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to say meathead, but it can be. And, and, and the, and the song, um, What's Up by Four Non <laughs> Or What's Going On, yeah. Yeah. And all these people were walking around singing it. Yeah. And I thought... <laughs> Wow, there are some songs that just, you don't, if they come on, you don't turn them off. Mm -hmm. You're like, and so I started putting a compilation together of songs like that, you know, and I, I know like we're sticking to three songs, but I have like, you know, I'll Stop the World, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Arm Melody, right? And, and this four now club. And then The Weight was like one of my first songs. Yeah. And I thought, nobody turns the radio on. Absolutely not. No, you don't right? skip that song. It's just... No. It just, it comes on and that first, that first, you know, that, uh, that drums kind of come in like, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, and you're in. It's a con, it's a, it's an iconic song. Right, and it just, yeah. it just takes you and it's, I rode into Nazareth and everyone's like, oh, is this about, what's in a foul? What's in a, like, yeah, yeah. It's about a guy who's like come into this town and he's like met all these crazy characters and like who are these guys and then you know again i've said that i kind of like music that kind of folds over in itself when they do that like yeah right and like even when you're singing you're like do i do the first put the low right now or do i do the second put the low yeah which one do i sing am i ending too soon no he ends there yeah and then it goes like there's something about the song that just like and i love the uh take take care of jack you know, my like, dog you know like this whole notion of like please take care of my dog crazy please What's do this crazy chester, you know? crazy chester he went and looking he for a place to, to hide dog off on the guy, you know? <laughs> yeah like, i'm not dealing with your dog he's like nah, i just beat him every once in a while yeah you know? it's like hey buddy i know you just got here <laughs> do like, all this stuff so he comes in and you know i i, I kind of you know, there's a lot of debate about who should have got the writing credit. And obviously, Robbie Robertson mm -hmm. started the song. Mm -hmm. 
Robbie Robertson. Robbie Robertson wrote the first couple things. Oh, okay. He, he um, didn't know this. I want to say, I don't know if you do some check, you know, fact checking here, but yeah, but that like Nazareth was like a guitar shop. There was like a, a place called Nazareth. Oh, that's or a interesting. Shop or something. I don't remember. It was some shop. So he got it from that. It wasn't. It wasn't Nazareth. Nazareth. Right. Reference, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then he he had this book called The Nazarene. So like I think. Uh, and, and in some book he read uh, of Fanny was in the book, or maybe it was Fanny's bookshop. And so he was like, I, he always liked the name Fanny. You know, he just started putting these things together and it kind of went from there. Yeah. But then he wrote this and then another band member kind of took up some other lyrics and then, you know, and then, you know, Levon Helm, you know, added a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Levon Helm always is like, Robbie Robertson should get 60%. Someone else should get 15. Oh, Someone wow. else should get 15. I get like five. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I mean, you know, listen, they, they ended not not madly in love with each other. No. Um, no. But. Yeah, I, there was a lot of strife internally. I think it's credit. It's Yeah, they all went to Robertson. Maybe Robertson and someone else for some music. And they ended up reaping all the all the money from it. Yeah, wow. And, yeah. and there, was a lot, there was a lot of uh, animosity over it right but the song the song itself just i don't know wow. you listen to it and you're like oh who's that guy you know like you could see these people yeah you know and this this guy that's coming to town and he's just hey uh hey uh, you know uh keep annalee company you know like what about <laughs> yeah oh, do that just do me a favor keep her company yeah you know, like just, watch just, the dog you, you know, we don't know you but you take my dog yeah <laughs> you do this you know like you know you know you you do that. You hang around. I gotta leave. You know, but you can hang out with my friends. You know? It's like there's something about the song that's just like yeah. It's open to so much interpretation, and I don't know that anyone really knows what it is. But as soon as it goes into that, you put the load right on me. That section, I think everyone's like one person will do the first part. Yeah. Here, but you know, everybody else. I don't know. It just makes you feel good. Well, I want to thank you so much, Brother Jim, again, for coming on, sharing your Rainbow Flipper musical explosions uh, and your uh, background with relation to music. Uh, That is something I really enjoy about this segment, Why Music? So I can find out why my friends, loved ones, and close ones are uh, influenced by music and how they got to listening to particular uh, songs and whatnot. So, Jim, thank you again so much. It has been, uh, it has been rather a uh, great conversation, and uh, it was great learning more about your musical background. And uh, I absolutely adored your Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. And uh, shout out to uh, to your babies who I know just had their uh, birthdays, and uh, to your uh, lovely family. This is a Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. Please visit czg123.blogspot.com. Uh, there I will be posting uh, some links so you can find out more about Jim and also in this episode's uh, description on most major podcasts you can find links there Uh, so please don't forget to subscribe and follow, share, tell your friends I am CZG123 the place to be and now we're going to get into a whole new crazy Rainbow Flipper musical explosion as you know there is a lot Uh, unfortunately, bad things that are happening around the world. I do not like to get political, and I am not. However, what uh, I will play coming up uh, are some uh, acts, uh, artists, one from Israel, 
and one from Palestine. So don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back after this message. I've tried fad diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy, and there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control. Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS.
musical explosion. וכל הזמן הזה הייתי לבד. כל הזמן הזה. כל יום מחדש. הדירה, זוכר את הצחוקים, הודעת לי שאתה מאוהב בי אחרי יומיים וחצי בקושי. בחדרי חדרים בכינו בחוץ, שחקנו עד השמיים. אמרת שיש בי ברכה, ונשקת לי את הידיים, אמרת, אין חברים בעולם הזה, וואלכ אדם לאדם זאב. איך הכנסת אותי לעולם שלך, איך אהבת אותי עד כאב. הרבה יותר מכל השרלות האלה, שהיית איתן לפניי, זוכר? יף הודעה לצמאלה, ים של דמעות בשתי עיניי. אני לא יודעת מה. אני לא יודעת למה אבל כל הזמן הזה 
הייתי לבד כל הזמן הזה Bye. 
was quite the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. Uh, that last song was by Camilla Jaban. Uh, she's a Palestinian artist with her song Jaba. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Uh, she is considered the godmother of Palestinian indie music. And she is an absolute pioneer, amazing composer, musician. She sings and um, She's uh, worked with a lot of different people and actually had uh, for a while a one month a one month residency in Paris uh, to work with other fantastic uh, world musicians. Uh, so I'm really t happy to have played her song. And then before that, you heard ever ever Nikki Nesh. I believe it's Nishi Nesh. Uh, he's an is uh, Israeli rapper. And he's considered the new king of Israeli hip-hop, actually. Uh, he's uh, famous mostly for his flow and his, uh, his lyrics uh, in Israel. And uh, a prominent uh, artist in Israel. And that song was called All This Time. And before that, sending off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, you heard The Straight Jacket Fits with one of my favorite songs, uh, Cat in a Can, which came out in 1993. Uh, this band hails from New Zealand, and they were formed way back, and I say way back because, boy, time has passed and it keeps on slipping, in 1986. You are listening to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host, CZG123, in the place to be. Please visit czg123.blogspot.com for more. Uh, including an embedded radio player so you can listen to this radio program uh, and articles that I uh, come up with uh, about music and other things like this. Uh, you could also find this program on most major uh, podcasts and streaming platforms such as Spotify and Amazon and iHeartRadio. Uh, so please follow and do subscribe, share, and tell your friends about the internet's greatest radio show. My tastes are eclectic, and I go all over the place. In fact, here's another Rainbow Flipper musical explosion to prove what I just said. Man. 
like a dream come true, real life fantasy. No matter what your friends try to tell you, we'll make them fall in love. Cause I refuse to quit I'm out to get the props that are rightfully mine Yeah, me and the crew think it's about that time But on the D out, you know the gang style will conquer That's why you're staring point And others cling on to Monotica Asking for a hookup Well, sorry, but my schedule is all booked up 
Nobody put me on, I made it up the hard way. Look out for my people, but the suckers should parlay. Cause it's business, kid, this ain't no free for all. You have to wait your turn, you must await your call. So now, now, it is my duty to eliminate and subtract all of the booty crews. And suckers should vacate before I get irate. And I'll kick your can from here to Japan with force you can't withstand. Cause I'm the motherfucking man. Right now, I got my man Little Dap from the group home. Hey, yo, step up to the mic and tell him why you're the man. So much anger built inside, so don't stop to say hi. Motherfucker, just die. My shit hold a mouthful, so I guess you know what's up. While pumps get killed at the end of the month. Style and style, I flip. Little that remains sick. Yes, the group on thick. So all your pumps hit it. Every time you rip, the more fame that we get. Motherfuckers that hard, thinking that they are God. Niggas just don't understand. Let me be my own man. Did everything on my own. Cause every place wasn't home. Anywhere that I rest, had to dress with a vest. I guess you get the routine, but with a lot of stress. Frustration on my mind. Brothers doing their time. Moms are organizing crime as you're ripping a line. Brothers just don't know how shit got to go. Cause I was told to never get my back to the street. As I walk through the ghetto, dead souls I greet. See my man give him pound. Then I walk with a frown. Another minute, another brother's gone down. Shit is getting too close. That's why the group on is thick. So every time you rip, the more fame that we get. My father always said, don't watch the one cross the street. Watch the one right next, because it's easy to flex. To key to what he said, yeah, that deep ass nigga. While brothers hang around, trying to get down. Niggas just don't understand, I'm the motherfucking man. And also on the set from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, we got my man J. Rude the Damager. Yo, tell him why you're the man. I'll tap ya, sure, you probably heard it before Step to the Bethlehemite, I prove my word is law Drugstore, what more, dope rhyme vendor Not partial to beat the chief ambassador Niggas get mad cause they can't score Like a Wild West flick, they wish to shoot up my door But I incite to riot, don't even try it Bust up chumps so crab kids keep quiet Like I said before, I tap jaws, snatch whores Kill suckers in wars, because style you said was yours Money grip, wanna flip, but your fish House the mic like your hooker and did tricks on a bitch Dirty rotten scoundrel, and my name is J-Roo Utilizing my tools in 92 MC step up in mobs to defeat us When we rock knots and got props like Norm Peterson Lots of fun, lots of fun, lots of beers Got the skills, Greeno, so I always get cheers Troop on like a trooper, no tears for fears I'ma get mines, cause the crew will get theirs Cut you up like Edward Scissorhands You know the program, I'm the motherfucking man Fucking man
about that there? Herbie Hancock with Maiden Voyage, a uh, tune that came out uh, in 1965. Um, I don't really have to go on about Herbie Hancock, do I? Hopefully you all know the genius behind Herbie Hancock. Uh, this fella has been around for eons, has played with so many great musicians, and um, really is hailed as one of jazz's uh, premier uh, composers and piano players uh, absolutely loved and he's he's a legend he's a legend before that speaking of legends you heard Gangstar with uh, Guru rest in peace featuring Little Dap and J. Ru the Damager that would be J. Ru's first ever appearance recorded appearance uh, and then he put out uh, several solo albums uh, mostly produced by I believe DJ Premier who of course produced that and all of the Gangstar tracks that we know and love. And then starting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, we heard Bobby Brown performing live on the Arsenio Hall show, Every Little Step You Take. Every Little Step She Takes, Every Little Step You Take. Yeah, I think it's Every Little Step You Take. Every Breath You Take. Um, this episode will have right now the age-old question. Who's better, The Who or The Doors? <laughs> the Doors or The Who? Uh, I believe the last time we started with The Who, so now we're going to start with The Doors. And yeah, you got to help me figure this out. So without further ado, who's better, The Who or The Doors? The Doors or The Who? And here are The Doors. Bloody 
So that was The Who with Magic Bus, and before that you heard The Doors with Peace Frog. 
I gotta give this round to The Doors, cause Peace Frog, I hold a very personal attachment and love towards, so I am admitting to be biased in this round of who's better. I'm not going to say that Magic Bus isn't a good song, cause it is actually a good song, and I like the rhythm of it, it's a fun song. But Peace Frog is a dope song, and it's really well written, it sounds fantastic, uh, I love that breakdown in the middle, uh, Jim Morrison kind of going on his uh, psychedelic trip there and then back into the song, and uh, I, it just calls back for me a lot of memories of dancing with close friends of mine and uh, my close buddy, rest in peace, Toby Kaur, uh whenever at a wedding or special event, if there was a band or whatever or a DJ, he would always scream, play Peace Frog. And we would do that together. And it became our thing because Peace Frog really is a terrific song. So that round goes to the doors, in my opinion. I'm going to set off a mini explosion and then call it. Uh, But thank you again so much for listening. I'll be right back after this message with a couple more songs. And then uh, we're going to take it home. Flipper musical explosion. Done laid around, done stayed around. This old town too long Summer's almost gone Summer's almost gone Done laid around, done stayed around This old town too long And I feel like I want to travel I've waited here for most a year Waiting for the sun to shine Waiting for the sun to shine Hoping you'd change your mind Waited here for most a year Hoping you'd change your mind Now I feel like I ought to travel on
chilly wind will soon begin I'll be on my way Gone alone someday Going home to stay Chilly wind will soon begin I'll be on my way Cause I feel like I want to travel on Done laid around, done stayed around This old town too long Summer's almost gone Summer's almost gone Done laid around, done stayed around This old town too long And I feel like I want to travel on
was management with uh, the time to pretend is now. No, with time to pretend, uh, they are from uh, Connecticut, okay? And management, MGMT, uh, a huge, huge group, which formed back in 2002. And that was a huge hit for them. Uh, obviously a big album, I believe that, yeah, that was from their debut album, uh, Oracular Spectacular. Oracular? Gosh, I, you know, having a really big problem uh, these days with uh, my enunciation. And before that, you heard the always incredible, the legendary Harry Belafonte, rest in peace. Uh, that was his song, Gotta Travel On which appeared on both his album, uh, Midnight Special, and it was used in an amazing scene of him playing it on an acoustic guitar uh, in this 1959 movie called The World, The Flesh, and The Devil, uh, which is a very interesting movie. I highly recommend it. It's about the end of the world, and uh, it's what would happen if there were one white female, one white male, and one black fella or one fella uh, whose skin is dark, and that's Harry Belafonte. And it's a real interesting movie. Uh, no spoilers, that in itself is just a plot, it's not a spoiler. And that song couldn't have come in at a better time. That, again, that scene is just shot so well. So you've been listening to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host, CZG123, in the place to be. And I want to thank you all so much for listening to this program. I want to thank Brother Jim for coming on and with his song suggestions and being open and discussing his musical influences. So uh, shout out to uh, Brother Jim. And before that, our other guest was uh, Jonas. So please, uh, you know, if, if I'm trying to have as many folks on as possible, so if you want to uh, come on and discuss the music that you enjoy, uh, feel free to reach out. You can always go to czg123.blogspot.com. You can follow this program on most major podcast platforms. And until next time, yes, yes, the world is absolutely crazy now. It's so much. Yes, there's so much to worry about. But never forget, as long as you love as long as you put your priorities first, such as your friends, your family, as long as you're able to focus and do what you have to do during these troubling times and not let it affect you too much and allow music to help heal, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. The most important thing for us to do during such times is to take care of ourselves and make sure that mentally we're healthy despite the destruction around us.